I started to do research on formulating this nonprofit, Evolving Minds. And to start with that, I checked out some books from the library, and I've actually been checking out way too many books. I have like 20 or maybe 40 out, and they're just sitting on the table, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I want to read this, that. It's helpful sometimes to check out that many books, because then if one is not, you know, click with it, you can just put it to the side. And so I've checked out a book, How to Incorporate or How to Form a Nonprofit by NOLO, and it's been very, very helpful a lot of research and effort and intention has gone into these books and they're free through the library resource, which I was also very resistant to because I wanted to buy my books. But wow, when once I opened to that resource, there's just like, you know, I think the first day that I went in there, I checked out like 20 or 30 books and I was like carrying them out in a book bag and I was like, this is awesome and somewhat of a problem. I started doing the research and... It's so confusing. It is really mind-boggling how much knowledge has to go into all of this legal and law when at the end of the day, individuals and human beings that are attempting to form nonprofits are just want to care about others. And you have to understand all these things and it can kind of, you can kind of get bogged down and disheartened and so it's been helpful for me to look at this entire process as a learning experience. I've never started a nonprofit before and therefore how am I supposed to know what is the right or wrong way of doing it? And so in this in in these documents part of it's like okay checking to see if the name is available with the state of Maryland. And so I, you know, I went on Google and and went through various different forums and the state taxation website and and typed in the name Evolving Minds and I see Evolving Minds LLC pop up as an active name and I get kind of this, uh oh, <laughs> you know, someone else has this name and I'd already done some searching online to see if this name exists in Facebook and on the website and other username other website domains had already been taken for Evolving Minds. And I was like, "Uh oh, this can't be good. And so I kind of went into that mind, ruminating, wandering, obsessing, looping around of, well, what if I can't use Evolving Minds? This is a name that I've kind of stuck with for a number of years, maybe three years or so. And it came to me during a meditation session that I had been working with one of my early teachers And it was something that kind of stuck with me, this name, Evolving Minds, the sense that as a human species, we're kind of moving towards this level of consciousness that really is compassionate and caring. And although it doesn't seem that way from day to day because of news feeds, crisis after crisis, the political climate, oppression, racism, all of these things, there is a sense of maybe collective awakening. And so I was like, oh, shit, maybe... I started thinking about, well, what about bright minds or consciousness minds or conscious minds? And I'm like, my mind's wandering and I'm starting to feel a sense of like dread or like loss in the body and kind of a weightedness thinking, oh crap, I'm gonna have to change the name, the logo. This is, there's so much attachment to this idea, this concept. And so I was sitting on the computer and really stressed and anxious sitting at the computer 
trying to like figure this out and what I came to was I just call I'll just call the state department's office the next day but it, it took me a while to settle with that because the mind kept wanting to think about other possibilities and alternatives and kind of a plan b and so I spent four to five to six hours just sitting there ruminating, trying to figure this out. And I finally landed on, okay, I'll just call the State Department in the morning. So I wake up, I call the State Department. And 30 seconds later, I have my answer. I can incorporate Evolving Minds as Evolving Minds Inc. And Evolving Minds LLC exists, but I can do Evolving Minds Inc. In 30 seconds, all of that kind of just dropped away. The stress, anxiety, oh, a sense of freedom. Okay, this is okay. But four to five hours was spent really lost in this kind of ambiguity. It's just odd things that you have to go through when you're wanting to implement programs, mental health preventative programs, and you just want to care. And you have to think all of these different business, legal things that are a little unknown to to us as a group. So transition a little bit more into a little bit how I've been feeling as well during this week. And that's a sense of, it's really hard to step away from work. It's really hard to step away from doing. It's really hard not to look at emails past 7 or 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. at night. It's really challenging to be present and the mind wants to continue to work and create and do. And so I'm having to set these safeguards in now to bring myself back to the present over and over. And this is the power and the practice of mindfulness is really coming back to what's really important. There's ideas, there's creations, there's this sense of evolving minds, and then there's this present moment right here in this moment. And as you listen, I'm going to invite you and me to take a f just to notice, maybe take a few full deep breaths or just sit here for a few seconds and experience what's here. And as I paused, I noticed some tension in my body and so I consciously relaxed that tension and So some things that have been helpful for me are only checking my emails twice a day. And I'll break this many times. But I set this intention. I wake up at a certain period of time, check my emails. When I midway or like afternoon, I'll check my emails again. But if I keep my email open all day, I'm going to be constantly bombarded and jumping from one thing to the next instead of really focusing in on the task, which is really... Mindfulness, in, in essence, is when we really divert all attention towards one object instead of just constantly being bombarded over and over again. Now, I've read somewhere that the average office email is opened in seven seconds. Seven seconds. So if you're in the middle of something, productivity just goes right down the drain. You're pulled away into some totally new realm or domain. And the content of that message could shift your entire day. So I've started setting in these safeguards. Another one that I've attuned to is when I wake up, I had a tendency to go from waking up 
right into answering emails. And I I sense this is unskillful because it doesn't allow me to transition into the day. And so now I'm shifting towards, can I just wake up and drink tea? And that's it. Just drink tea. And why is it so challenging, difficult just to sit there and drink tea? Because I keep getting pulled into, okay, what's next? What am I doing? What's, What's next on the agenda of today? So there's all these complexities that I'm grappling with and I'm enjoying sharing them with you in this moment, but I am in the back of my mind kind of noticing the judging mind. Like, how will this be perceived? Have I been talking too long? It's always there. It's fascinating. We have some incredibly exciting things arising and falling in that are incoming. And I, um, I'm excited to continue sharing this journey with you, whoever you are. Oh, and I just started reading Stamped from the Beginning, which is an incredibly insightful book in opening my eyes to really the historical implications of this nation, of this country, and what why the current climate exists, why racism, racist ideas, racist policies, why they exist in this moment because of all of the succession of ideas, thoughts, policies that have been implemented over time. And I I spent the past week really getting into this book and opening my eyes towards, wow, the the history that I learned in school is just completely whitewashed it it is it's not a an accurate representation of the full extent of what was really going on and we'll never really know what truly was going on because who writes history and there's a whole nother side of what is uncomfortable what is not okay or discomforting to share and talk about and yet this is deeply embedded racism oppression, dominance, power, greed. It is deeply embedded in the American psyche. So I didn't know I was going to quite go there in this stream of consciousness, but it is something that I've been digging into and it is a very important part of evolving minds, of our evolving consciousness really to, uh, at this point in time, where we've come is... There's this great awakening that just keeps happening and happening and happening, and we're moving in a certain direction. The liberation of kind of a collective consciousness. And now I'm just rambling, and I'm rambling, and I'm rambling, and I'm rambling, and I'm noticed a judging mind in the back of my, uh, the back of my consciousness. How am I going to be perceived about bringing in? the social context into this brief stream of consciousness? Am I going to be judged? But how often do we express many realities and truths? Yeah, I think I'm done with this. I just, now I'm just rambling. And so I'll leave it with that. Kind of three different, three different things that were brought up today and And um, take care. And may all beings who are discriminated against or oppressed in this world, may they be free 
from suffering. May they find happiness. May they dwell in peace. Take care. Bye-bye.